Welcome back to the podcast that rock the weekly podcast that talks about news in the rock and metal world and all the music world in general. It's been a couple weeks because of the holiday season, but to make up for it, I got not one, not two, but three special guests for all of you today. It's all the members of the Rock Coliseum wrapping up the best and worst of 2019. Quick introductions because this is going to be a lot to talk about. John, who are you and what do you do? Hey, I'm John from ARTV, and I thought it would have been really funny if you had just kept counting. Like, not one, not two, not three, not four. Just keep going and see how yeah. long we can Please go. Please don't give people ideas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. I have to have 19 people. Uh, Cretchen, Roses, everyone get in here. Oh, you my just God. have to keep the, continuously outdoing yourself. Yes. <laughs> the, the Rock Coliseum becomes a literal coliseum at this point. Oh. <laughs> okay, Crash, why don't you go ahead? Um, well, hey, everyone, I'm Crash Thompson. And actually, depending on when you're dropping this video, it's either going to be Crash Thompson or The Rock Critic. Ooh, oh, formerly known as. Formerly, formerly known as The Rock Critic. Yes. Are you going to have a symbol like Prince? <laughs> I, I actually do have a symbol. I can <laughs> going to say your that. icon is perfect. I, ha I could get away with doing that. <laughs> and Mark, go for it. Hey there, folks. It's Mark, the host of Spectrum Pulse, talking about music, movies, art, and culture. And... I'm still in the middle of the edit bay, so I guarantee that I'm just in between putting up videos. Okay. <laughs> I, I, feel I think, that. are we all like kind of sweating still right now because we're trying to rush out and get everything out right now? Yes. Oh my lord, yeah, yes. I'm trying, to, <laughs> I'm trying to finish up before 2020 starts because between New Year's and around the 14th, I'm trying to take a couple of week breaks. So I'm trying to finish mm -hmm. everything before then. Yeah, see that. Oh, I'm good. so jealous. Yeah, yeah, no that, kidding, right? That sounds nice. January is just as hectic for me as December is looking is going to be. So, same. Yeah, no kidding, right? Oh my god. Yeah, so we'll get into that in a little bit. I mean, we'll get into upcoming stuff later down in the podcast. However, this podcast is just meant as an informal lighthearted look back at 2019 both the best and worst, meaning all the highlights and lowlights, all the great events and all the trash. We so I think I speak for all of you. Please interact, interject if I'm wrong. 2019 has been considerably better than 2018 in the terms of music we were given. No, oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. depends on the genre. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I just meant overall. Overall. Um, overall, yes. But I think the first half of the year was better than the second. Okay, I can agree with that. I can yeah. agree with that for sure. It just feels like 2018 had such like a dump truck, like or a dumpster filled with such garbage and disappointments and over and over again. Yeah. You know, if anything, this year feels like almost an apology year for the last couple of years because <laughs> we got all the we got all the good stuff we were supposed to get spread out nice and evenly throughout 2007 and 2018, just crammed, super duper crammed into 2019. Ah, here's all these good albums. Everything's coming out in March. Get just do it. Just do it. Just get it done. Yeah. And then all these bands are coming back, and they, you wouldn't yes! even ask to come yep. back. No, oh yeah. my gosh! Yes, Motley like even crew. <laughs> oh, don't they? That's that hasn't happened yet. There's plenty of time for them to completely cancel out and ruin it for themselves. I heard Motley that uh, going to totally do, do that. I totally <laughs> see them doing. That. I heard that Vince Neal's uh, a physician was saying that he might not be fit in order to uh, return to the stage. So we'll to stand to there, just yeah, to just stand, stand on stage. I mean, he's a little out of breath. <laughs> okay, if Jonathan Davis can have an oxygen tank on stage while corn plays, they can get something for Vince Neal. 
Yeah, and if Dave Grohl can have his little castle built around him with a broken leg or foot or whatever it was, and Vince exactly. Neil can stand there. <laughs> to be fair, that is Dave Grohl. He can get away yeah. with that. Yeah, see. Also, Dave Grohl's in much better shape than Vince Neil. I'll Vince Neil just needs the oh, recliner yeah. up on stage. So oh. oh. <laughs> Don't give Aaron Lewis ideas. <laughs> well, speaking of the Aaron... worst of 2019. <laughs> oh. yeah. I saw it live. I, co- I completely agree with every fiber of that sentence. Oh, Oh my goodness. If Aaron yeah. Lewis could have played in a lazy boy rocking chair, he would have. Now yeah. there's a comeback we didn't need in 2019, right? Oh <laughs> my gosh. And th- that's the thing. People were excited for it. People did want to see it. And now crickets. Yeah. yeah. And they've got headlining slots next year at festivals and stuff. And I just don't see them as being a ticket pusher. You they know? are. Oh, no. I don't the see th- them as a headliner. That, no, that I don't either. Bizarre. I know. They like when I we saw them in Kentucky, they played right before Slipknot, and that was the first performance, their first performance in five years. There were people there trying to sing along, and I'll give it credit, they had the stage production was top notch, and everyone else in Stained came up to work. They did. It was not like for lack of talent. Crabby Uncle Aaron in his rugged jeans and his t-shirt that said, Hey Beto, come and take my guns, just looked, could not even be bothered to look at the crowd. And then as I think they did five, six performances throughout the fall of this year, and yeah. now crickets. And they're going to play again at some of the festivals, including, I believe, Rockville and Sonic Temple. Yep. 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 Why? I don't know, but they are. Can you imagine what's going to happen if they do decide to put out an album? Is Crash, that a thing? Oh, Shut your dirty mouth. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Like, oh. It, oh. I, I don't see that happening, though. Like, I, I like, like, can you really, like, first off, can you imagine what kind of lyrical content that's going to lead to? Oh, my God. Because oh, you know he's going to get political. The, oh, yeah, my gosh, the, yes. The solo oh. stuff does, does it not? Sort of. The, the a lot so- of solo stuff is kind of uh-huh. country-related, but it's not crazy political country. It's trying to do the outlaw thing and not I guess it's well. more so his, uh, his his stage presence when he performs live. Yes, the political yeah. yes, yes exactly. exactly. But it's different though for 2020, an election year and all this attention he's going to be trying oh, to pull. I got a feeling political. He, yes, I got a uh, feeling he's going to try and throw one or two jabs at the left side of things and whether you, what other side of the fence you are on the political spectrum, that's fine. I got a feeling Crabby Uncle Aaron is totally going to wear his MAGA hat and just start going off on the second amendment rights yeah see yeah yeah, if we get that stained album it's gonna be rough i'm hoping Uh, but but again i mean when has it not been though yeah Uh, agreed uh, but again we can barely get crabby uncle aaron to stand on stage for 30 minutes you know getting him in the studio that actually takes work that's true aaron doesn't like work so we may be lucky we may yeah. get super lucky here. That is true. But not I'm much more interested in like a new Creeper album. That would rule. Yes. yes. Okay, Mark. there's a best of 2019. Creeper announced they're coming back and they had a new song. How great was that? And it was a good I song. Yeah, it was a good song too. It was a good Yep. Yeah. I remember all of us like when they announced their formal, this is the end of Creeper. I think all of us in our chat, in our chat were like, <laughs> This is the biggest waste if they finally do actually call but it. But none of us bought it. No, no none of us no, did. It felt like a gimmick. Second, at the same time, it, no way. It felt it's like a gimmick. They have a yeah. very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They have like a storyline running through their whole thing. Yeah. Not just within yeah. the music, but they've just got like the missing person, James Scythe, everything like that. There's a, there's a whole lore to it. So I, mm-hmm. it made sense to me when they came back exactly a year after their last live performance, which also happened to be the day of another big reunion, another great moment in CR are back. 
Yeah. Oh. Eyeliner was running across America and around the world that day. Those yeah. two need to tour together. They do. They I do. called that before. I called that before. Please. Creeper needs to open. Yes. Even if it's just in the UK, as much as we want to see that in the US, Creeper needs that exposure with My Chemical Romance. That is peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, that okay. is well, so well, much of the potential tour idea. Uh, Creeper, Ice Nine Kills, MCR. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Yep. Make that 100%. happen. Whoever Man, can make I, that happen, please make that and then, happen. And oh I God. feel like, and you Money know, Creeper that. and Ice Nine Kills would freaking drool and beg to get those spots too. Oh, oh yeah, sure. dude. Oh yeah. Creeper need that exposure. I'm so they sad do. when I, I recently yeah. checked on their music video. It, it, it There's like not much traction behind Born Cold. And really? No, there's not not, oh. not as much as it deserves. Not as much no. as it deserves. Oh, no, that not nearly as shame. much. Okay, but then again, did, did the first Creeper album get as much attention as it deserved? No. I think it, got, it was critically acclaimed, at least. Yes. But oh, oh, absolutely. That, yeah, yeah, but I mean, when I saw them live at Warp Tour, they were playing the smallest stage, and they had Same. about 30, 40 people watching. But that show was amazing, though. And yeah, I well, oh my gosh, meet, yes. I got well, to meet funny. Creeper backstage at that uh, performance, and they're super nice people, too. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, nice. I remember seeing Creeper live at, at like Reading Festival in 2018, and they were given a large, a slightly larger stage to pull. They, they got a bigger stage than Pup did this year, mm -hmm. and frankly, they made a ton of fans in the UK with that. I think, mm -hmm. I think right now it's going to be a question of US crossover. I hope yeah. so. Uh, they yeah, will get an audience if they come more proper to the US than Warp Tour, because Warp Tour is not going to get give them the audience they deserve. No, yeah, and Warp Tour is apparently speaking of worst of 2019 might be being bought out by Franz of Attila. I heard uh, what? Uh, yep. Yeah. Oh, does no he have that? He doesn't okay. have the money for that. No, he well, doesn't. Franz right? is like spearheading this mastermind plan, working with oh, who's the guy that runs Warp Tour? Whoever it is, Kevin, is working with him directly. Kevin, whatever. Yeah, Lyman. And yeah, and like they are working together directly to see if they can revitalize something. Um, first uh, of all, ew. Second. Yeah. Anyone Ew. that has, yeah. Second Dude. of all, anyone that has worked Warp Tour, like actually on the behind the scenes side of things, like not just being a fan, Warp Tour is always run like a disaster. Just this big cluster. Yeah. No one knows what's going on. The schedule is always random. No yep. one knows where everything is. It's always a mess. You're gonna pull in Franz to help clean it up. Yeah, uh, Franz can't even run his own band. He can't even <laughs> make an Attila album sound believable. You're gonna let this guy run Warp Tour. Oh. <laughs> and oh. also I do see I do see him as like not a political machine, but like a mastermind kind of type thing. Like saying, well, now that uh Warp Tour is back, thanks to me, I think it's right that Attila closes out every night. Every oh, night. oh, of course, yeah. of yeah. course. Naturally, naturally. It won't be Warp Tour, <laughs> it will be Attila Fest. Okay, so oh here's, the thing. Attila here's the thing. When you have basically a when you have a music festival that's supposed to be punk. Why have they not just gotten Ian McKay to run the entire thing? <laughs> oh, okay, that's a good one. That's a good question. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was back in 2016 or so when they started going through all these different genre types. I mean, they had everyone from Gore and Hatebreed all the way to Creeper and then true punk bands like Pennywise. I mean, mm -hmm. they had everything there. Didn't so, Machine Gun Kelly play it one year? Yep. He uh, that makes sense, they had, though. That they makes had hip-hop artists jumping. come in. Yeah. yeah. So it just... I think after that point, the horse was out of the barn for Warp Tour. I don't mind them doing like the actual proper festivals in like three or four cities. Yeah, like they did this past year. I think that was a nice idea. You yeah, know? I one of the cities. I think the one in California had the best lineup compared to the other two. I don't remember which one city. Like they were definitely not equal lineups. 
No, yeah, the Cleveland one was a disaster. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, so I heard. Simple plan, and that's it. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. No. Yeah, just. I mean, uh, what do those bands have outside of Warp Tour, really? I know, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. The, the We the Kings exist outside of Warp no. Tour? No. <laughs> uh, but also, um, speaking of worst of the year, this is one I wrote down. This leads into it. Not just Warp Tour, the debacle, worst of the year that Woodstock 2019 oh. was supposed to be. <laughs> okay, oh, does man. that count? Because that never happened. It never oh, it happens. counts. <laughs> it counts. Look how much money they sank into it and how much hype oh, they tried to promote. They had a full yeah. lineup announced. Yeah, Crash, oh, it, yeah, it happened in our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Little did we know Woodstock 50 was in our hearts all along. <laughs> you still have to pay for a ticket though, 50 bucks. Yeah, yes, yeah, 50 yeah. Bucks oh, for yeah. 50 years. Oh, I'm, yes. Excuse me, I'm an influencer. Shouldn't I get allowed in for free? Uh, <laughs> okay, Mark, check your privilege. <laughs> I'll pay you oh. an exposure box. Oh, wow. Uh, so what was look like, either way Ticketmaster is getting their 60%. So uh, the service yeah. fees on a non-functioning fuzz festival. Yeah. They'll just take oh. it. They'll take it. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, just, that, that was a that was a crazy debacle, especially because that wouldn't die. It wouldn't. Yeah, they, they kept, kept trying, trying to move it. like, oh, we're gonna have it at Merriweather Post Pavilion, we're gonna move it here, we're gonna move it there. And it never worked. It was it never didn't. gonna work. And like, then they like, tried, like, was it like, like, I think they tried to move closer to you, John, after they got kicked out of New York. Yeah. Yeah. They were. <laughs> I'm not making south. that up, am I? No. No, you're not. no, no, you're not. That happened. Oh. And they had, like, the lineup itself, without getting going over all the names, very spotty and hit and miss. Like, there were some head scratchers. Even at, like, the, even at, like, its peak, it was like, this is a Woodstock? From the killer to Halsey. Yeah. Halsey, let's, for- let's be real here. Even when Woodstock when they their, their second revival in '94 and '99, they weren't great always consistently. And given the reputation mm-hmm. Woodstock especially got coming out of the '90s, I'm not surprised. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, after '99, I'm surprised that wasn't the nail in the coffin. After yeah, '94, I would defend. Yeah, '94, yeah, I, I would defend the performances from. <laughs> Yeah, even 99 had shining moments before the final hours of it. But at the same time, how it was run, how poorly everything was treated, especially the people there and the people there adding to the problems. Yeah, I'm surprised it was done. So why would you try to recapture that with a lineup that is very uh, confusing and head-scratching, but also charge an insane amount in the middle of New York where it's not easily accessible and you have to buy full weekend tickets. You cannot buy single day. It's yeah. because it's a bankable brand, and that's all 2019. That's another worst of 2019 thing for, me, for music and entertainment yeah. in general is resurfacing all these IPs that haven't even been uh, like gone for that long, for example, yeah. and then they try to bring it back, and then they it's like Warp Tour if they bring that back already. Uh, yeah. Not even yeah. gone, technically. We haven't gone a summer without it. I so. called Woodstock, I called Woodstock uh, 2019 Co- Coachella 2.0, and I stood yeah. by that, too, because it's a brand. It doesn't matter about what music's being there. You go there to be seen there and to be yeah. a part of it. Right. Basically. Not the original spirit. Yeah. Oh, oh, Lord, no. Oh, oh my gosh, no. <laughs> uh, are there a even bunch... any hippies still alive that would be able? I they could are. They're not going to Woodstock. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it'd be a bunch of hipsters just, complain, talk, bragging about how much more of a hipster they it, are yeah. than the other person. See, exactly. You can call it Woodstock, but no, no, honest to god, hippie in their right mind would be caught 
dead at any of them. Oh no! Like, oh no! <laughs> a hippie buying a nineteen dollar bottle of water at Woodstock? I don't think so. I think that kind of goes against the original idea once again. <laughs> right? <laughs> peace, peace, love. Take a selfie. Uh, so we kind of bounced around it a little bit, but we didn't really break it down. My Chemical Romance are returning, and they are going to start playing in 2020. They already have a couple Australia dates on top of the play their first performance they had last week. Yeah, too bad I don't live in Australia. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. But I, I have to say, I saw that set list, and I, ta I talked myself out of looking for a little bit, and I was like, I'm not going to look. I still haven't looked at the live performance mm -hmm. because I yeah. would rather see a professionally shot video or something. Yeah, right. Yeah. Of, and they had a crew there. Oh, yeah. They did have a crew. Right. I know, and I know I'm sure it'll get released, but I looked up the set list, and I was like, oh, it's probably not going to be anything good. They played a career-spanning set that looked fucking awesome. Did. Like, oh, I yes. have to say, it looked great. It looked like a great set that I would definitely die to go see. Okay, From everything on, then, do you think anything's going to actually come out when they go to, like, will they ever come stateside? Yes. I, I think it'll be I festivals. Say yes. I say yes, but festivals. I wish it would be a tour, but I don't know. I feel uh, like it's just going to mainly be like, oh, we got MCR headlining, and it's a festival. Well, so, I think they'll uh, do... Go ahead, Crash. Oh, I was just saying, yeah, I could totally see that. That seems like the most plausible, and for from their perspective, probably the most financially viable sort of side of things. Right. Like, yes. which, which also leads me to believe that it's just touring, and I, I genuinely do hope that it's just touring because I, I i've said it before but i really don't want more music from them if that makes sense mm. i get it i get that too see I, yeah i mean the, the stuff we have is so good i would hate right. to even take the risk of necessarily and we've seen what some of these bands like i i, I hate mm. bringing up fallout boy but i mean if you <laughs> if you compare 2000s oh. scene kings and then see where they're at oh, now yeah. we don't yeah. really want but another i, I just don't think my chemical band. romance would go the route of fallout boy though i just i didn't think fallout boy would go the route of fallout boy <laughs> <laughs> see you say that though luke but remember the last episode that mcr put out Yes, they but were the only wait, wait, wait. to getting there. Yeah, I mean, see, I have more of an optimistic uh, view of this because they said they spent on and off two years rehearsing and performing yeah. and playing together in secrecy just to do this comeback. That's yeah. what leads me to believe they're going to be doing more than just festival appearances, and they probably are going to be doing new music now that Frank Iero's done with his solo stuff for a while, and I can't imagine Gerard Way is going to be doing anything outside of a couple singles. So I really do see them trying to light the fires and getting back together to make a comeback. I, I I don't know. Gerard is so busy with the Umbrella Academy, though. You yeah. know? I get that. Yeah, he could do that stuff on the a lot of that on the road, though. That's true. But a lot of, he is the uh, he's one of the creative directors and everything, and in the writers' room, and you know the like, table reads and everything. Yes, like yes. I, I don't know. I don't See, know. It could go either yeah, way. I'm skeptical about that too. Like he, again, even the other guys, like even Frankie Arrow, outside of his music. He has other stuff on his plate as well. Yeah. He like hasn't even finished touring that last record yet, I don't think. Yeah. No, he's not. He's doing a few more. Um, is it Frank Iero Iero? I have heard every single Iero. So have I. How is and it? I've met the John, man. And I love the guy. So, yeah. It's, uh, it's Iero. I looked up before I uh, made a video last year just to come. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. I think I did that one before I met him. So, yeah. I heard yeah, him okay. say it out of his own mouth in an interview. So, I hope I hope he said it. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, if he was trolling and he said it yeah. wrong. <laughs> Oh, uh, no. so there's like so that's a big comeback. Another best of 20, not 2019. We got another big comeback announcement. Rage mm -hmm. Against the Machine is mm -hmm. going to decide to grace our presence, and finally, Zach Delarosa is yeah, going to say, I never "You know what? I'd see the day." 
It's tw- I've had enough. I need to do something. Get those guys out of that Prophets of Rage nightmare. And oh God! Bring yes. them back here. Right. Oh, that I, that ca- oh, you know that counts as a public service in my. Opinion. Yep, that's <laughs> just. I couldn't make it through either of those records. I tried. I did. I saw them live before the first album came out, and I was excited for it because I thought they had good energy. But man, both of those albums—that is—that is the best example of should be better. Yeah, yeah they were just the- killing time until Zach was like, "Let's let's do it, boys." What was Zach like doing? That? Featuring uh, on Run the Jewels songs. Yeah. So, okay. Zach was, Zach was doing a lot of his uh, political activism. Oh, okay. Other no, he was related stuff, yeah. So but at that's least a- the good news of this is that with Rage Back, we're probably going to get a tour with Fever 333 and Run that's the Jewels. That's who I called. So. I called yeah. Fever 333 pairing up with Rage Against the Machine. That yeah. is a yeah. tour. That needs to happen. That, that needs to happen. Like, but do get you those- think that Rage might possibly have like a disdain towards Fever for... Uh, possibly like emulating their sound a little bit too close oh i no chance no. i doubt it tom morello i don't okay. think tom really would care less he's actually like a guy that probably promoted himself if he could yeah see okay if the guys in rage are going to be mad at everybody who copped their style they're going to be mad at a lot of people so. yeah yeah that's true yeah also their whole big thing is unites i feel like fever 333 is a band that could help do that too absolutely yeah. those two would go so well together like mm-hmm. oh Okay, so all of our goals right now for the four of us are to see two tours. My mm. Chemical Romance and Creeper, and then Rage Against the Machine and Fever 333. Yes, and don't forget Ice Nine Kills. For the- Ice Nine Kills. Ice Nine for Kills. The- yeah, for the... That might be um, for like the American leg. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. European, nice. you've got My Chem and Creeper for all of it. And then on select dates in the US, maybe we add in a little Ice Nine yeah. Kills. Mm-hmm. Would we travel to London for that? I feel like that, like if it was a good enough venue and we had the access, I would go to London for that. Oh, I would too. Man. That's a yeah. that's a pricey ticket. But I, was man, about, I, would... I was just sitting here. I was like, eh. doesn't that suck? Like, <laughs> yeah, because like Gretchen and I were talking about because Notfest is Notfest UK was announced for 2020 for the first time. Yeah, we were like, okay, hotels and like the cost to be there is not that bad. The flight out there is so insanely yeah. expensive. Uh, Dude, yeah, that's those, the, it's, it's the flights that often kill it, you know. Those, yeah. those transatlantic jets, man, just oh. and like that's like just to be cr- hurt. They will, and hurt. that's just to be crammed in the back of the plane for eight hours too. You don't even get like the full nice seats. Yeah, see, oh, maybe uh, I, I don't know. It might be worth it for airline. these kind of shows, man. Yeah. Okay, John, you have your eargasm earplugs. Now you need to work with like JetBlue or like, <laughs> yeah. that's the natural yeah. next step. Yes, See, I wear yeah. my eargasm earplugs on the plane. You know what else is <laughs> great about this airline? So I would like to take this opportunity to uh, remind all of the lovely sponsors out there that uh, we are available. Our yes. inboxes are listed in the uh, description. Please, yes, feel free. I, I will add up. all. I will add all of our YouTube channels to all to the description of this video. Please hit us up. We are glad to do any broad brand sponsorship or promotion that you have for us if it gets us to London to see this show. Yes, yes. Some, some airline, please reach out. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't I'll, know. I'll ride JetBlue. I don't care. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. We're gonna get United. We're gonna get one of those airlines. Those flights where like they kick the crap out of people. Spirit Air. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I want to fly on. <laughs> like we're like next right next to the pilot, like literally sitting a foot away from him. <laughs> oh, and he's like, so this is my first time doing this. <laughs> you know, for for MCR tickets, I'll ride in a little two seater. Like, take me yeah. in a biplane if it gets me there. <laughs> we have to wear, like, goggles. What'd you say, Mark? We can take a boat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that might yeah. be cheaper and safer if we have enough time to get over there. 
Yeah, and that's what Travis Barker does. He doesn't fly anymore. Yeah, so. that's true. So yeah. man, and those like he does the odd like he goes to Australia that way also. Mm. That's mm. crazy. Like that's, that's like a, a month. Ride. That's a month at sea or something like that. I mean, he's got the money, so yeah. you can just bring a drum set on the boat and just practice while he's at sea. I don't know. Probably. Man, I don't know. So there were so many other good things. Um, one of the cool things, this is more personal for us. We all finally got together in 2019 in person, which yeah, is a big deal for us. Yeah, we all met at It was very was cool fun. for us to be at Sonic Temple, which was a, like, it was a great experience for us, I think, I speaking for all of you, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed oh, it enough for all of us. So oh, that yeah. was great. Absolutely. All Absolutely. the parts of it were great. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, so you that know, was, it, yeah, it, go ahead. Oh, it, it was nice because like some of us have met like separately in other environments and you know, we've all, we've, all, most of us have hung out in other capacities, but that was the first moment where all four of us got together and got to actually like just, and in one of the best environments, like I say, Sonic it Temple was, was an absolute yeah, We were blast. in our zone there. We're in a music. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, as someone who's been to so many festivals, I can attest Sonic Temple is how it should be done in an yeah. actual, like, we were put up in an actual building on the grounds at a major league soccer arena. It wasn't some dusty park. It wasn't, like, mm. in the middle of Florida. You know, yeah. this was, it was done so well. I know, like, we all had our in own individual issues. Like, John had the worst bread, uh, bed and breakfast experience I've ever heard. But it was uh, so, sorry to bring up nightmares. But that was yeah. But that was uh, it wasn't even so much me. It was just like there was a cat in there, and they didn't say there was a cat. And Hannah's allergic to cats. And then we yeah. got and then you guys got stranded, on the right? Final night. Yeah. Oh. What's that? You guys got like stranded one night. Yeah, you guys oh, yeah, got locked got, out. Yeah. The final night we got stranded after you know all the rain delays, and then we recorded everything <laughs> over at Luke's hotel, and then we got locked oh. out of our place at like one a.m. Like I, I, at that point, when I heard that, I was literally like this close to just driving over and picking you guys up. Yeah. And like I like I, I was gonna give you my bed and let you sleep on the and I was gonna sleep on the couch or something like. Yeah. Oh. And Mark, uh, like Mark and I, I think we were staying in the hotels. Like if John needs to come over here, he could just come. I mean, yeah, that's fine yeah. with us. Just get yeah. him out of the cold of Columbus and just get yeah. him there. I think oh. we got we got very lucky, uh, Luke. You you yes. and Gretchen, we just were able to navigate that. Way. <laughs> Oh yeah, we like we lucked out big time with that. I was bummed out because I want to go to Sonic Temple again next year, but that hotel completely booked before the lineup was even announced. Wow! No wow. kidding. Wow. Yep. That's oh, how big damn. it's going to be. That's like all these, like all the spring festivals for 2020. Uh, Welcome to Rockville, Sonic Temple, Epicenter, the new revamped Epicenter, by the way, is all. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, good, oh, we'll yeah, get to that. We'll good. get to that in a minute. They all are like are selling out like crazy because Metallica. Uh, True. Yeah. True. Yeah. 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 Two, I, nights, I, two nights everywhere, though. What do you guys think about that? Do you think that's like a huge positive or no? Because, like, <sighs> I don't like it. I don't either. Like yeah, it. me either. If it actually. was Metallica playing one night at every festival, I would understand it. Oh, sure. Of course. That I would. But I, I, two nights, it just seems like a little bit excess. Because, I mean, like, you, they could play, you could just let them play a long set. But, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, uh, also like Metallica, I don't know. They're also a band that does have a very diverse catalog. They have a yes. lot of stuff that they're going to do. You know, one of those nights is going to be treasure. Well, the yeah. way it's going to be one, it's either going to be one night is treasure and one night is trash, or if, they're going to spread everything out too thinly across both nights. And it'll be, eh, for that's what I think it's going to be. I got to feel yeah. at least one. I got to feel like at least one performance for each festival will be in eh nights. Yeah. And that's yeah. just how it is. But all I know is if I'm planning on going to Rockville and Sonic Temple, it's like cover Rockville every year. 
If mm-hmm. I go and one of the nights is St. Anger Nights, I am grabbing Gretchen and we are going, <laughs> leaving early and we're just going to get dinner. See, what if that, they just what if they just played like night two is just Lulu and Saint Anger and <laughs> they bring up Lou Reed? Oh no, no, no they a bring hologram. up Lou they bring up a Lou Reed hologram. hologram. Yeah. <laughs> we all know what you came here to see, folks. Take it away. Take it away, Lou. <laughs> yeah, I don't know oh. if that's what they came for. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whole- so yeah, so but speaking of the uh worst of the year, we've a uh, best of the year Sonic Temple, hands down. That was great, so well done. Even if there was a rain delay, I think we all loved it. Worst oh, yeah. of the year was how Epicenter played out both on <laughs> yeah. the natural weather side of things and the functioning organizational side of things. Yeah, like yeah, I actually was, uh, knew a handful of people who went to outside of just you, Luke. I know, oh, I knew yeah. a handful of people who ended up at Epicenter and yeah, that got ugly. Yeah, same uh-huh. year. I mean, I, it's in my state and I drove to Ohio to go to a different one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, and the thing is people yeah i know the thing is the lineup was not bad but first of all like to give us some hindsight our my friend lizzie who you guys met at sonic temple the rainbow haired photographer of course Mm -hmm. she's awesome she went to epicenter by herself because she has family that's relatively close there she covers that every year she Mm -hmm. said it took her roughly six to seven hours to get out of the parking lot the first night oh my god see tool got rained tool Tool got got rained out oh yeah and yeah, it, this was like literally everything that could have gone wrong did. I mean, there were people yeah. like ramming down chain link fences to get out of the parking lot. Oh my God. Bringing yeah, back I mean, that Woodstock spirit. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it wasn't like full riots, but at the same time, bad weather. And this was at a park in the middle of nowhere with a yeah. one lane road going in and out. Yep. yep. Oh, see, one of our good friends was there and I was actually just kind of texting him and being like you know i was like yo what's the update on this and he's like I- i've been trying to get out for like four hours Ugh, so awful so yeah. like and rockville is just for everyone's aware rockville's just even though the crowd gets way too crazy because it's florida that's just oh, that's how yeah. it is so Back i mean florida. yeah i mean i loved it because that's i grew i lived 14 minutes away from where rockville was every year for set like four years and i'm going back they have it at daytona this year for the first time they're gonna have it at the speedway just like epicenter's doing at charlotte it's charlotte seed speedway so a proper venue in an easily accessible area you know yeah it used to be there right back when it was called carolina rebellion i believe so i could be wrong about that but i know like a couple years back it was like either there or somewhere else but now they're actually doing it proper yeah Yeah. definitely yeah right yeah established thing Yeah. yeah instead of some farm in the middle of carolina where no one knows yeah. how to get to yeah. <laughs> one lane roads. I mean, I just remember this. I like Lizzie was talking about this. too. was like all the schools and local businesses closed down that Friday. That's how yeah. small the town it was. Wow. Uh, and that kind of sounds in a way like Woodstock. Because it does. I'm yeah, see, in a small town and then shutting down, but nowhere near the uh, great as uh, historic results. Well, maybe historically no. bad, but Woodstock still I, I can imagine at least. I can imagine Woodstock would have still been worse. I, I, yeah. I feel like if it had oh, happened, yes. I agree. It would have been. Worse. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, it wasn't. It, they were calling it Fire Festival 2.0 at one point. Well, it wasn't on an island, so. No, it was in the <laughs> middle of New York, but at the same time, so. And, and nobody would've... had to acquire water in questionable ways, right? I don't. I don't yeah. think that happened. <laughs> they yeah. relocated so many times. I wouldn't have been surprised if they were like, "All right, we're going to try and have it on Ellis Island." <laughs> <laughs> <Natural> <laughs> liberty. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a disaster. 
Uh, we'll be doing fairies out all day. And it's just one big fairy. Like going yeah, exactly. back and forth. And all everyone day. gets oh, one waiting. of those sandwiches from Firefest. Uh, yes. Like the little clan Def- show with like lettuce and bread. Yes. De- Deftones have to play their set in a FEMA tent. You know, it is oh, what it is. It happens. Imagine These things happen. There. Dorothy <laughs> is like actually playing acoustic on the boats while like shuffling people back and forth. This is making me sad. <laughs> it is. I, um, okay. What other option was there? No, they're the rate they were going. That probably was a thought they were trying to give. Yeah, they were doing yeah. everything they could outside of selling firstborn children and organs to make it happen. Hey, we don't know what happened behind the scenes. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> I said so, that will be an interesting story. Does it? Yeah, I know. Yeah, we need to know more about that just for the lulls. But yeah. on top of so many events. I, I talked about it opening up like 2019, I feel was a much stronger year for music overall. So yeah. I want to know first, we'll go over some of the best. Like what are some, of, like we all have our best lists. I know some of us have posted them all. Some of us haven't. What are some of your favorite standout songs, albums, artists, whatever that might be for you guys? Anyone can um, go. I mean, I think it's, we could probably all agree at the very least. I know we all felt differently on it, but I mean, Tool finally dropped the album this year. So that was kind of a big moment, right? Regardless of how you felt about it, that is a best of the year because it finally happened. It just happened. I mean, lucky year 13. Mark, I know you're you're not as keen on the rest of us, but at the same time. Okay, in Mark's defense, it isn't the best just because it happened. Okay, that's not the the correct reason, but... I, I, I am still yeah. flabbergasted that we did get that tool record. I really I never thought we'd see it. You know? Yeah. And, and we Crash, got a- I think you were the most positive on it. I, yeah, I it. still, yeah. I, like my list hasn't come out yet. I can't put out too many spoilers, but yeah, I, I yeah. do love, I do still really like that record. It's not the record everyone was expecting to get. No. It's a very challenging record. <laughs> it's a, it's almost, like, I, it's yeah. almost trolly in how challenging that album can be, but I, I still love it. I genuinely still love it. I just okay. Maynard maybe is maybe a, I'm just a goof, but I still genuinely. Really it was on my best list, Crash. See, okay, it was mine yeah. also. Mm-hmm. Mine also. I mean, yeah, first so, of all, there we go. Maynard. At his very heart, Maynard is a troll. That <laughs> of is proven. So mm-hmm. even it, like for me though, there are definitely songs I will never listen to again. I don't just don't care about, but there are songs that are going to stick with me for the rest of my life. And that's why mm-hmm. it really stuck out for me so far. I still stand by the Tempest is one of the best songs of 2019. Same. Yeah. yeah I, I was going to argue that. I so that. That's my just a little bit about that. I know Mark had probably um, the most, the best counterpoints to put it politely, is that a nice way to say it? Is that like, a nice okay, to... look, I like Tempest. I think it's the one song I will take away from it. But even okay. still, when we say that it's a challenging album, and then we put it alongside Lingua Ignota. Okay, touche. Okay, that is okay. That's a, okay. That is a different Lingua, definition Lingua of challenging. Ignata. But I see where you're coming from. There. Lingua Ignota <laughs> is is at the both times the best and worst of 2019. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good way to literally put it. Is. She, she qualifies as both. And I, I don't John, even know how. Not, probably not John, heard this album. How but do we is, sell this no, to I, John? I, I was how about to we... say. I was about to say. I've seen you guys talk about it in the chat, but I was just. I was. Saying oh yeah. Was and like, John, like art, like my description in my best of the year. I'm thinking. Did it make? Does it make your best of the year also for best albums? It's making mine. Okay, also, and Crash, I know, just like for, spo- sorry, I don't want to make spoilers too much, sorry, I shouldn't have put uh, you on the spot like that, but at the same time, I'll just say this, how do we explain to John in detail what all happens in this album? 
Um, the preview scared me. <laughs> oh, that's nothing. That is that's nothing. nothing. That's nothing. Oh my goodness. Um, I mean, just a random 30 second clip of some of the lyrics in this, like will break your heart. <sighs> you know, I the way I compared this album, it's it's to like some of Stanley Kubrick's best work or to oh. um, or to like a yes. film like Apocalypse Now, where it's brilliant, it's a wonderful piece of filmmaking, it's something you have to admire from a technical standpoint, absolutely. It's absolutely right. gorgeous music. But the subject matter, the stuff that she's tackling on this record, the, the the places this record goes, it's something you'll cherish and absolutely love, but you won't necessarily want to come back to it. Hmm. That's the thing. Through. Yeah, it's, it's 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 a it's so harsh. It's such a it's such a oh, it, it's such it's an album that will destroy you, but it is beautiful in its yeah. destruction. Can you imagine I mean, seeing that live? And oh, she dude. does it live. She does he some does of the songs it. live too. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, I mean, like if, I, if, the, the, if that's wherever comes to the Midwest, I have to catch it. Holy shit! Uh, I know, and that's oh, the fuck. thing too. What's so amazing about it? She is by far one of the most talented multi instrumentalists and singers I have heard in a long time. She is classically trained for you can tell. years. Oh, wow. Her vocal ability alone, and like selling this to John, she like demonstrates several vocal abilities in like a ten minute span wildly different and like she does it naturally yeah it's, she's it's so talented crazy. but at the same time she is so descriptively accurate in portraying what happened to her and the sadness and all of that that you can't just like brush it off like it'll stop you dead in your tracks so mm. to all three of you even though you would consider it best of the year material would you all also agree like crash said that it's very hard to go back to like you probably wouldn't go back to it much even if you do think it's one of the best of the year i've gone back to some of it honestly yeah. i've like i like i've been doing my besties and you know i've been doing my re-listens and getting those albums in again and yeah lingua lingua yeah. ignata it was harsh to sit through it again and just take that heartbreaking soul destroying yeah. ride all over again and it doesn't lose anytime you put that on it just does not lose its effect on you especially if you've ever been in an abusive relationship or anything like that situation it just it's one of those albums i love but i i legit have to issue like a content <laughs> warning or like yes. a trigger warning anytime i recommend it it's like oh this is one of the best albums of the year do you have any issues with like abuse um before i tell you to listen to it um just saying uh you know yeah like step one kick the kids out of the room uh, yes oh, oh god, god yes oh god yes no, no, so, like, I, don't care, I don't care how much you think your kids are adjusted or woke nope. no they are not <sighs> No. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, I don't I, think anybody can really this, uh, be prepared for what it yeah, where Mark, you're making ahead, it sound yeah. like. <laughs> I'll say this, Luke. I I I is someone like I came back to I actually wound up going back to the album a fair bit throughout the last quarter of this year and yeah, surprisingly it grew on me. Like it's not it's not something you go back to, but it's a moment of catharsis that just resonates so powerfully. Yes. Yeah. But to flip to something that I know we can all easily go back to, the new pup album. Oh, oh god, yes! Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! We went like, from once we went some one morbid scene <laughs> to another, but this pup morbid album stuff is yeah. morbid. Is morbid in the best way. It's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, the man. fun morbid. That's it the really happy is. morbid. <laughs> yeah, Gretchen got it. Got it for me on vinyl, and I'm loving. it. So nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, nice. I mean that pup pup's new album has been making like the best of the year list. Good. Outside of 
YouTube. Yeah. I mean, they're making the best like all genre lists, like Rolling Stone, Pitchfork, which Pitchfork really? is Pitchfork, but like yeah, there's tons of many other many other outlets too, NPR, everything else. Yeah. So well, well are- hell yeah, they deserve it. That was a yep. good ass album. Yeah, it really was. It's that such a huge so fan of Canadian. Yeah, it yeah. is. It yeah, is. I can yeah. see that. I can see that. Oh yeah. Holy crap, it's coming down three feet of snow. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah that's exactly. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say actually, Mark, are they a Toronto band? Am I right? Yes. Yeah, about yeah. to say they, they play, represent. Here's the thing. They have Toronto club they've played in Toronto clubs before. And when they play live, I've said this before, when they have the scene, when they play live, like at a festival where I saw them at Reading this year, it felt like I was going back to like a Toronto dive bar seeing them there. Oh, that's awesome. Because they have that cool. same energy and it's so good. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. cool. And the yeah. pits are great for and the pit was great for that show too. See, oh, they yeah. came to St. Louis, but I missed it because I was out of town and I was so bummed about it. So oh, yeah. they're gonna be big. Like yeah, I think they they're are. gonna be big in that scene of rock. I don't see them crossing over, but they'll be getting radio plays sooner rather than later, I think. I agree. I'm, yeah, I I'm surprised too. they haven't gotten more radio play for at least some of the songs they had on there. Like I loved Free at Last. I know John loves See You at Your Funeral, if I'm correct. Yes. Kids. I mean, there, yes. yeah, kids. There yeah, were dude. multiple songs that yeah. worked so well that could work for radio too, even for the radio format. Even though it's mm. not by Picker, Death Punch, and Disturbed, and Puddle of Mud, and Papa Roach. Dude, I, I, uh, I could, yeah. I would be I a much happier man well. if I heard Bloody Mary and Ashley Kate on the. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Yes. There's some rules, but I would never it get away. Or see you at your but, funeral. Yeah, I mean, there are other songs I think would get more radio play, but still, I would be so much happier. I'm doing my Billboard top Billboard release their 2019 year end list, like the top 50 song mainstream rock songs. There is so much Papa Roach, Disturbed, mm, Five yeah. Hundred Death Punch, all the stuff that ended up on most of our worst lists. Exactly. Oh, I was about oh, to say oh, this oh, sounds oh. oddly familiar. Yeah. Oh, oh man. I mean, there are there are some highlights for sure. But the further you down you get, the further you realize radio is only playing bands that are 20 years old now. Yeah, they're pl- only playing established bands or else ones that have like a that major are ripping off established them. bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bingo. Like I love I really enjoy Bad Wolves now, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, Bad Wolves is not doing too much outside of the box. See, yeah, they're I not. I mean, that's Ivan Moody's protege right there, so that's why. You know, I think it was, Zol- yeah, Zoltan uh, from Five Finger is the manager of Bad Wolves. Ah, that's what it is, Zoltan, yeah. not Ivan. And by the yeah. way, so you never hear anything about Zoltan, and I will say this, I crap on Five Finger Death Punch a lot. At the same time, you have not heard a peep of bad behavior from Ivan Moody this entire year. I mean, good on him. Mm. Good. Have we? Oh, I haven't heard anything. I have... haven't heard anything. I've heard a few peeps, but nothing like the past. That's okay, sure. that that's improvement then. That's improvement. I'll, yeah, I, I will yeah. give them that. But at the end of the day, what it boils down to for me is I, I want to see improvement in the music. And I did not hear that on their new single. Uh, right. You know, the first the of the full track, the first minute where I had a build up and I'm like, oh, they added <laughs> strings. It sounds like they could be doing something different. Chugga, 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 chugga. Oh, never mind. And then Ivan back at it again with his bullshit. I know. I, Ivan was <laughs> Ivan. I think just that's what hurts me. I'm going to listen to the full album. I am going to review it. And I uh, I just want something different. And I do not want cover songs. God, yeah. What, what What is with... Why are they becoming that band that has one to two every album and they're always done in the exact same style? Because that's the easy way out. Yeah. Yeah, they cover a lot of yeah. country stuff. They cover like country adjacent stuff too, and it did. Blue on black. Yeah. yeah, blue on black was like got played to death. 
Yeah. And also, and it feels I, okay. 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 John. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. That. Okay. De- okay. Offspring. That song deserved way better. Well, oh my gosh! Yes. They destroyed oh, that song. They destroyed I, it. And there were. Yeah. I remember when I made that list of songs. There were people defending it. Oh, what are you talking about? This is great. This is oh. total tribute. This is totally something that's awesome. Oh, absolutely. Well, Dude, these are the I... same people that think that Ivan Moody is writing uh, Olympic-sized swimming pool deep lyrics. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, I don't know. Hey, you know, maybe it is deep and maybe it is pointed. That blabber mouth be taken down a peg, right? Yeah. I, I mean, Nietzsche has very interesting philosophy on blabbermouth. All of the great oh, philosophers yeah. do. Yeah. I know Moody is just contributing. When T.S. Eliot started going off about TMZ, I really related. <laughs> <laughs> cool. uh, uh, I just wish. I, I does, I, would, do you think a ghostwriter would help Ivan Moody? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 He's still the one delivering it. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't know. I just. I. I want better for a band that is does have the talent. They could do something. It's it's Fred Durst syndrome. You know, well, I would. Mm-hmm. I, Fred, I don't Fred, know. Fred, Fred, the rest of the band is more talented than Fred. Is what I'm. Yes. Well, yes. Yes. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, obviously, and... in Five Finger Death Punch. I, the thing is, though, Ivan can sing. That's the thing. He can yeah. sing. He has the ability. His attitude is just. Um, why See, does that respect me? Wah, wah, wah. I'm a man. I'm a big boy. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. See, that's uh, that's Aaron Lewis syndrome there. That's <laughs> we we've got grump, oh, we've got grumpy Uncle Death. We got grumpy Uncle Uncle Death Punch and grump grumpy Uncle Aaron. I just had the worst thought, and I'm sorry. I want to put this in the universe. Mm-hmm. Both bands might have albums coming out in 2020. What if that was a tour? Five Figure Death Punch and Stained. I don't see enough crossover. I don't think it would do well. I see yeah. enough crossover. I, I, could, I, I see could, it. I, the same the audience, see that. The enough. audience, the audiences, yes. The oh. um the very big bro rock, um, monster yeah. energy chugging, sing along with the anger, bro fisting to each song and just drinking, getting completely plastered. So like a Bud Light yes. in one hand, monster energy in the other, chugging them both at the same time. <laughs> the, 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 sa- along. Oh. The, the sad, angry mud flapping. <laughs> will have a place on this tour. See, I so, can totally see the, that happening. A few observations here. Number one, I can smell that picture in my head. <laughs> oh, oh, can't you? Can't no. you though? Mud oh, and you. sweat. Mud does and it smell sweat. like? Does it smell like sweat and stank from fifty-year-old like bitter men divorcees, or does it smell like Axe body spray? Both. Uh, it's, it smells like <laughs> both. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that smells like Budweiser and regret. No, oh, man. the second point though is that. Like for as much posturing as Five Finger Death Punch does, and I've always found mildly hilarious. Mm-hmm. Crash, we just—I know you heard this. I don't know if I don't know Luke or John if you guys heard this. Hmm. Um, when Sturgill Simpson put out his oh. country rock album this year, yeah, oh, it was yeah. so much I, more convincing with his the, posturing. Oh my god, I heard, yes. I heard like yeah. I heard both of you talk about how amazing it was. So yeah. Oh, if you want to do country rock, Sturgill is how you do it correctly. Mm-hmm. Okay, like especially that last album. That last yeah. album really surprised me. I'm not as familiar with the Sturgill Simpson oeuvre, but that guy is doing some extremely interesting stuff with the genre. Absolutely. Yeah, I was late to the party, but I checked it out. It's Sound and Fury, right? If I'm not Sound mistaken. and Fury, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Sound and Fury. Yeah. Yeah. I do yeah, want I to really check it out it. because it's been a while since I've heard something good in that realm. 
like it's, really good and you guys keep selling it so i do want to check yeah, it out dude i think you'd enjoy this it's definitely worth a try if not yeah okay. i even got on board so yeah. <laughs> yeah so is it the opposite and i know who's going to chime in is it the opposite of what zach brown band did this year as worst of the year <laughs> yes you know yeah yes. yeah almost exactly although, although let me let me let me qualify this i have issues with the production of that of sturgill simpson's album i got yeah. it on vinyl i tried it on vinyl the production issues are still there but it's me nitpicking about it in comparison with how bad they might sound otherwise most people won't notice or care uh, the okay, song sure. and the actual performance the, the 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 stuff that sturgill puts on the record is very good you know? and he shreds like hell shreds like that's something i love that's something i don't again i'm not terribly familiar with the genre but that's not something i see a ton of in country when i do dip my toe into it yeah not in the yeah. indie scene where the in the indie scene specifically the southern indie scene the jam band scene where you can get mm. bands like blackberry smoke whiskey okay, Myers, yeah. like like that's where the the shredding comes from and yeah. Sturgill's always been part of that that's yeah awesome. you're not gonna hear it on the radio hits though <laughs> oh, you're, not no. gonna, no. you're not gonna <laughs> hear thomas not there uh breaking it down in that regard but somebody that you would hear jamming is john prashante who is now back in the red hot chili peppers and i just thought yes. of that i think that's a leaving miracle I, just yeah, at I the do. very tail end of the year that one instagram post or whatever social media post man that that, that took so us all I, by shock right? and we're getting a new album supposedly in 2020 oh yep. i'm so happy oh I'm that's so, so happy crash the tattoo you have must be like popping out and vibrant right now and like oh, yeah. it's it's Don't glowing well like, like <laughs> if i put it if i put it up to the mic it faint hum that's how oh. <laughs> it just automatically touched itself up the ink came back yeah. and looked like its original form the it's movie. like that oh, yeah. it's like that flower in et it like starts glowing and coming back to life yes <laughs> like a whole bunch of new shading and shit just popped onto it i'm happy because i was i was Hundred bucks to get that done. Thanks, John Frusciante. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I. I mean, the getaway was not exactly Good. the best. No. Uh, I will defend the hell out of that album. Okay, I think fair enough. I didn't hate it. I just thought it was kind of like it's okay. That's how I felt about it. I agree. That's how I felt about I'm with you. Okay, See, there you go. I, I'm the weirdo. I'm the exact opposite. I was okay with I'm with you. It has its moments. It has its sure, moments. yeah. But like, oh man, I just did not like the getaway. I really it bored me. It bored I gave the get yeah, I gave the getaway a six out of ten years ago when I reviewed. it. I'm like, it's okay. It's just you know nothing to really you know, write home about. I'm Danger with you there, Mouse should not have been a part of that record. See, he Danger was, Mouse needs to go away for a little bit. Can I yeah, just say agreed. that? Agreed. There is, did they do something with, uh, who was it? Carano. Uh, yeah, Carano. Yeah, 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 yeah Carano. that was a letdown. What are you talking it's... about? This is best of the year material with the Grammy nominations for 2020. Oh, oh. that was a very snoozy <laughs> type album, if that yeah. makes sense. You know, no, was no, just, no. that was critic bait that failed. Yes. Right? I agree. Yeah, there yeah. You go. Yeah. yeah. That's a good yeah. way to put it. Yeah, yeah. I'll say. But I Dark Necessities, though. That song's great. That song, yeah, that song was that was my song of the year, 2016. So I no, will defend the hell. That song's yes. great, but the, that's like one of the two memorable moments for me on that album, and that's I, pushing it. Yes, a diamond in the rough, but it's surrounded by a lot of rough. Let's be real. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not a trash album. It's not garbage. It's just not anything. It, ne it again, needs yeah. to be better. It really, yeah. honestly, should be better. But okay. on the topic of trash albums this year, oh, okay, oh no. Like, I, I have to be honest, because I don't think I heard as much of the trash as you guys did this year. I think the worst albums for me were mm. Death Race for Love from Juice World, Rest in Peace, 
Um, yeah. The Owl by Zach Brown Zach Band. Which, that I heard. Yeah. That was hilariously you, bad. You, but sho- I didn't, you showed me some. I know. I, but I wasn't as engaged. I was yeah. so angry. Yeah, but the <laughs> thing is, oh I thought it was yeah, hilariously why? bad, but my attachment was strong as Mark, so that's why I thought it was hilariously bad. But especially yeah. after Welcome Home. And then Welcome that. Home was so good. Right, right. Yeah, I, I remember that. that. I was what happened? That. What the <laughs> money hell happened? They they got money? they saw I don't but yeah. their fans hate it. No, well, they do, but they thought they would get more money out of it. John, that's a John, it's a cocaine thing. Yeah, gotcha. Oh, really? Gotcha. They ran yeah. out of money. They they ran out, they spent it all on cocaine and they had to do that to get made. It's more? a it's a Zach Brown ego, and reportedly there's a lot of coke behind the scenes. Yeah, uh, that does not surprise me. And a lot of yes men surrounding him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that his band was see. treated like disposable, and then a week after he puts out the worst album of his career, he puts out the album called "The Controversy." Yeah, what? That's uh, douchey. That is douchey. Uh, yep. And didn't uh, he have to drop the opening song due to him not clearing a sample or something? Yep. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, hilarious. How wow. does it get to that point before you have to realize, oh crap, maybe I should check this out? Well, yeah, I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell you how that happens. Cocaine. Yeah. yeah. Cocaine. Hell of a drug. Hell of a drug. Crash, that's your answer for everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I guess the only other album I would put in that category was AJR and Neo Theater, but oh, let's be honest, God. we all expected that. Are we oh, all in yeah. agreement that even though, like, are we all in agreement that AJR has really poisoned, like, a lot of that, just a lot of the music that sound? Right now? Yeah, that sound, absolutely. that vibe. God, like, they took Disney and Twenty One Pilots and the sounds of like John Bellion, and then just put it in this horrible blender. Like somebody that just had never seen the outside world before, but they they look down at it from a galaxy far, far away, oh and then they make this. You know, they, that's how that, that feels like it was. I really never got a chance to com- make this comparison in any of the times I've had to talk with them, unfortunately. But it, I feel like it's too nerdy and too obscure of a reference. For most people to get, but uh, have you guys seen that episode of The Simpsons where Homer's watching the Super Bowl and the, the halftime act is this band called Hooray for Everything? Yes. <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't remember that, but I, I hooray get for everything. <laughs> Makes hooray sense. for napkins. Hooray for sunshine. Hooray for Rwandan genocide. Hooray for everything. That's Crash, what AJR feels like. Crash, you realize you just wrote like half an AJR album. They're going to run with that, right? They're oh, making no. They just sample crash and they'll yeah. and just the voices in their audio. <laughs> they know about the bad reviews, by the way. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure oh, yeah, they, they do. Don't. They, they keep they getting them in after flux. Mark and lied yeah. about their record label times. Yeah. Well, at the same time, they have an audience. They are like they're not playing arenas. They're not playing amphitheaters. They are selling out the venues they're playing at, though. I know. And they, yeah. and this and album was the top ten in the U.S. Unfortunately, yeah, and they have a they, they, they have several one on the rock charts. They did a couple of the songs on the mainstream rock charts on albums and singles. They had number one spots on each. I'm sorry, guys. I I don't remember which one. I think this is somehow my fault. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you you were the one that that inadvertently. You did. I am going to blame you. And I and I will regard again. The click went gold. I don't know if Neo Theater will go gold, but it probably will. The click went gold. Yep. Yeah, because of weak. Oh shit. Yeah. So all your favorite albums like Pup, Morbid Stuff, that's not going to go gold ever. But well, you know what? Will? AJR stuff never gets recognized. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say never, but you know what I mean. Yeah. You, you know what? Thing? That, that, hmm. Let's actually let's actually translate into something because I do want to bring this up. Hmm. For as much as we like to praise the bands that actually blew up this year, 
there was a lot of really good stuff that was just below the radar. There was. Yeah. Agreed. And Agreed. we should definitely highlight some of that stuff. There oh, was some sure. stuff that was bare. Like, there was an avalanche of big names returning and, like, other, like, and outside of genres of rock and metal and alternative stuff like that, that also had stuff come back. And there was just so much I don't think any of us could keep up. Oh, yeah. Lord, no. I, I, oh, my, no, I, I, I like my list, my uh, best of list, as, as of this point, I'm going to have between 40 and 50 albums on it. And. Aww. Yeah, but no, but even with that, uh, there's still plenty of corners. I'm not, there's still plenty of bands. A lot of painful cuts I'm going to have to make on this thing. Just because yeah. so much good stuff, both in the underground scene, both in, well, like, from major label bands, from weird surprises. Like, it was all over the place. There was a lot of weird surprises this year. Yeah, were, right? Um, also, I just want to say, like, we're t- before we go best, worst albums and things like that, just randomly throwing them off. That one that caught me off guard that finally got me on the bandwagon was a lot of dispute. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So good. So good. You guys I'm, have been uh, sleeping yeah. on them. I yeah. have. No, I've been. Yeah, I, have been. I, have. I totally have. Uh, hey, I have. Yeah. No, uh, I saw hey, them I'm, live in 2018. They won me over from a live show. And yeah. that's why I'm seeing them now. I, yeah. I've been listening. I've been listening since wildlife. I just haven't had much of a chance to just yet. But yeah, okay. no, it's yeah. Weird. their last album didn't come out until like 2014. Yeah, yeah, it was a five-year yeah. gap, I think, or maybe 2014, 2015. But that album is also awesome. Yeah, yeah I agree. Absolutely. Well, they, that's the thing. Like they, whatever they did in that off time, they came back swinging and they nailed it. Oh yeah, for so, sure. Okay, so that's like that's just what I wanted to point out. One of the worst of the year, even though we knew how bad it was going to be, but it still came out, and to everyone's surprise, it was worse than we thought. Puddle of mud out of obscurity. <laughs> came back <laughs> and actually tried and they came and they came back in full force they had their own mini festival that toured throughout the country i mean i'm talking dozens and dozens of stops throughout the summer this Did was they not sell that festival out like i like okay well and i say festival it was at much smaller amphitheaters and venues i'm sure, talking yeah. like uh-huh. yeah but at the same time it sold decent because they had they, I don't know how to put this politely. They had the trail end of 1990, early 2000s, like hard rock music. They had Saliva and Tantric and another Ooh. band. Though that was the tour. That was the tour. Did yeah. they get crazy you, town along with them? Um, <laughs> it would have fit. They were unavailable. They but were, how was that a festival and not just a tour? Like, like what it was a festival. It was like a moving festival. They called it Mudfest, and you wait all that time to see Puddle of Mud and hear the new material. To hear was there even any mud? Was there a mud pit or something? The, like the why, album, why mud? The album. <laughs> the, the album. Yes. The the, oh, the music man. was the mud. In- and when I posted my review of that, because I, I got sent that album a month in advance before. Yeah, why it came would out. they send that to you? Like so early. Too. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know. I don't like, think. Hey, Luke, we think this will be right up your alley. AGR's team did that with me. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, dear, dear, dear. I mean, dear. I still have defenders going on that album review I did and like saying like, screw you. This album's awesome. Like really getting angry as Puddle of Mud fans must really have an everyday life just being angry with everything. Yeah, Uh-oh. sounds about right. You fucked it up again. Uh-oh. I did. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that, it's, wasn't no, it's even, okay. that wasn't even. That wasn't even. That was a me joke crash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, I just uh, don't know. Like after list, like hearing that album after I did my top ten worst or top five worst of the year, I just keep thinking, who did this go by, and who thought this was all gonna really win people over again on a? And I get Wes Scantlin's clean. He's clean now. He no yeah. more bad behavior. 
And you know what still, wasn't clean was the mixing on that. It album. was worse. Oh. It was somehow worse than anything they've ever done. It's way yeah. worse than come uh come clean. Way oh, yeah. worse. Oh, 100 percent I would listen to that all day over this. Same. That tells me that there was a budget issue. Well, yeah, oh, for they, sure. were, for they sure. were on a major label with Come Clean. Yeah, I mean, I mean is, to be come, yeah. I mean, would you throw money at Wes Scantlin after especially prior, especially the last two of the three years leading oh, up to this yeah. record? Would you want to throw money at that? I'm guy? sure it was self financed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but even so, he they would have to know better. This sounds like it was actually recorded and produced in a garage, in an actual two car garage. Oh, that's insulting to people who make bedrooms. I, no, yeah, I've heard, I've heard plenty of bedroom <laughs> albums. Okay, you explained it this. then. Okay, you explained it to me then. You heard the album. How? I don't I hear say. the album. I'm happy. I, I genuinely yeah, why Mark is okay. uh, Mark, you dodged a huge bullet with this. I did. You yeah. did. You the did. shitty production would have ha made you have a conniption fit. None of you guys yeah. had to hear the Logic album. So I think that's I've, true. I, oh, yeah. I, I tried yeah. it on just out of morbid curiosity. I couldn't get through. Don't. Uh, yeah, I really don't. I, I couldn't. Well, it, well, I li well, you're talking about Supermarket, right? No, I'm talking about the Confessions of a Dangerous Yeah, he mom. had two. Oh. He had two horrible albums this yeah, year. Yeah, no, I, I know he had know two. I tried Supermarket. I couldn't get through it. No Supermarket way. Supermarket is laughable. Yeah. Confessions I, is even worse though. Oh. Yes. Yes. Oh, the writing is so bad compared to Supermarket. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Did you hear the uh, uh, crash? I thought you would have been particularly insulted by his track "Lemon Drop" that tries to be like the Chili Peppers. Oh, oh, I couldn't. I could. That was where I had to tap. Actually, that yeah, was where that I was almost like, no. made my worst songs list. Uh, like, oh, yeah. I don't blame you, especially especially in a year where up until the very end we didn't have Frashanti in the band. It was like, no, no. no. Yeah, oh, if like, Klinghoffer can't do this, you sure as hell can't do this. Not you. Get the logic. fuck out of my. Get into the. Okay. <laughs> I hate to swing this back to a band we already talked about, but just because I want to hear a crash have a conniption, um, oh. the, tra the track list for Five Figure Death Punch's new album, Fate, has a song Fate. called <laughs> F8, Fate. Oh, yes. no. Yes. Oh, yes. Like the whole Fate Boom. of the Furious thing. I thought you know, it was if the they had any real balls, it would be F like the F8 on your keyboard. It would just <laughs> be a picture of your F8 button. Uh. Do it, you cowards. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, okay. What, no, what you're fine. You no, that's a good point. Here. Good point. <laughs> Just to give you an idea. Okay, uh, Crash and to every Mark John, they do have a song on the new upcoming album called Scar Tissue. Oh, now, yeah, I see. No, it better not be. A cover. It better not be a cover. We it know the band loves covers. No. Loves them. Okay, that would be like the worst cover too, because Scar Tissue is like a pleasant. Yeah. Understated, very minimalistic. How are they going to do that? I share this morning view. <laughs> <laughs> like no, but that song has a line where, where the the where the singer blatantly kisses a dude. That oh, is yes. change not he'll going change to happen it. in Five Finger Death Punch. Uh, he'll like he'll no change way. it to Bro Fist or High Five or something. Uh, <laughs> I just want to hear Ivan Moody sing. What is the line? Young tough girl in a push up bra. <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, like he's like he'd probably like downgrade that to young tough skank in a push-up bro <laughs> young tough oh uh, uh, you know like okay so uh, please if uh, like okay uh, 
We're gonna have to pay for uh, therapy for Crash uh, if this happens. Stuttering. If this actually does happen, Crash is breaking. I'm breaking. I'm breaking. Holy shit! I'm sorry. I like that's that is my greatest fear though because we have not. I've not heard another peep about this album besides that. Whoever is on the Red Hot Chili Peppers legal team who has the power to stop that, if yeah. that is what's happening here, stop it, please, pretty please. <laughs> Scar Before. Tissue by Five Finger Death Punch featuring Machine Gun Kelly. Ooh. Oh. 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 <laughs> Ooh. Just an extra rap burst. That what would he do? Yeah, what would he add to the song? Yeah. <laughs> My no, he soul. would try to imitate the Red Hot Chili Peppers, like the, the rap flows that they've tried before. Oh, course. the cadence and everything? Yeah. Oh, yep, you know I he would. Oh. I could see okay, him I'm trying so it. I'm sorry. That was mean to crash. I'm sorry. I should not have. I just. I don't know. That I was felt mean like I to should... all of us. That was okay. mean to everyone. To what if I'm right though? What if I'm right? This is preparation. That way, the blow won't be so bad when it finally comes out. Uh... I'm not going to review the album anyway. I am. Uh, you know. Um. Like Somebody I will look. I will look schedule. for people. I'm just telling you right now. I will look for any excuse. Any excuse, like if Megan Trainer drops an album that day, I'll review that instead. Speaking of 2020 and upcoming uh, music, oh, that's right, uh, she does have one coming up. Uh, also, yeah. this was announced in 2019, but it'll be in 2020. The hottest new tour, 2020, Maroon Five and Megan Trainer. Uh, Tickets for that thing are ridiculous too. I'm, I yeah. saw. I mean, uh, they are above a thousand dollars in LA what? for the show. There, I'm not. That's not a joke for floor seats. A thousand dollars above a thousand dollars with fees and everything for floor seats in Los Angeles for the Maroon Five. Who is paying this? People are paying Drake for cheaper in Toronto. That's okay, his hometown. Okay, we I'm make fun of like the, first of all, this is the Karen tour, the soccer mom tour. But at the same time, there is a lot of Karens and soccer moms with a lot of disposable income. I guess I think uh, they can. So yeah. I just Ugh. when when the tour reaches Great Britain, the Yacht Five Hundred tour. Oh, 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 oh. That, that that's that's a joke for those of you who get that. That's for you. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, like I'm not going to review the Megan Trainer album, thankfully. Um, for the rest of you that. For the rest I, of I've you? had a thumbnail made for it for two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you you're already you're already doubled down. Yeah, I am <laughs> ready. I've got my face of disapproval going. I got unless she changes the album cover up. That's happened. Then I might have to rethink it. But I've had this since I I, I think it's been literally since like July of 2018. This has been ready to go. Okay, so and that comes out like first quarter of the year, right? January thirty first. It's on. Oh, the very end of the month. Okay. So okay, every every woman in pop is dropping albums in January. Paul, Kesha, Poppy, Poppy. Well, Poppy's is coming out on the tenth. She's like, yeah, she's going early. I know, and also I want to say I'm definitely covering the Poppy one because they are. Yeah, Poppy and Apocalyptica both have albums dropping on January tenth that I'm both excited for. Ooh. So, and I've heard the apocalyptic one. It's really good. Nice. Oh, really nice. All, and it's all new material. It's all new material too. So that's hmm. actually kind of awesome. Awesome. Cello with a zero. It's, huh. it's, it's great. But in the same time, um, Ozzy Osbourne said he's going to come out with one in 2020. Yeah. No, he's been putting out no, I don't, single. I don't know how I feel about that. He already um, has two singles out. Like the album's oh. been like said for, um, they for, originally said January 31st. I don't know if that's been pushed back, but yeah, a new album is coming. Oh, hmm. if See, I'm correct, Ozzy, 
Yeah. Oh, Ozzy's just, it's Ozzy's getting up there so much. And like his last couple of records weren't great. Yeah, I didn't think he sounded great, great on the Post Malone album. Were like 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I mean, also, but this counts for however you want to swing it for 2019. I don't know how if you want to call it best or worst 2019. This is very recent. Like, uh, what, yesterday, Poppy made a post about her situation with yep, Titanic. Yeah, yeah Sinclair, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did a video on it. Okay, her, exactly. But... So you know what? If that's like Poppy kind of pulled like pulled back the curtain out of her gimmick and she explained everything and she called him out on some of the stuff. Mm. Yeah, so See, you know here's what? the thing that I worry about with this is that I think that by her making those allegations or and I kind of believe all of them. I'm gonna put my position as believing all of it because it makes way too much sense. Yeah. yeah. The thing that scares me about this is that th- what could happen to her could likely be the same thing that happened to Kesha with Dr. Luke. Depending yeah. on how much of Titanic Sinclair, how much he how much he owns of her likeness, of her material, mm-hmm. how much he might have contributed <laughs> to the new album, he could uh, really like kill her momentum. She could. His name exactly. was removed. I double checked before I made my video on it. His name was from the credits i because i remember seeing his name directed by titanic sinclair and everything on the music videos from the new era he's been scrapped from everything yeah wow. and poppy is on a freight train of momentum right now in hype so this new al- yeah. and this yeah. new album could really set things on fire for her so it's all like i don't feel like it's a race it's a race to see how he's going to respond before january 10th That's, and everything it like could that derail so, the album if he does it could respond. that's what scares me yeah, yeah exactly. it's a race right now so that's what sucks because like I am again. I'm on the. I'm with Mark. I do believe what Poppy's saying because not only was it specific, it like all does. There's. I don't feel like she would make any of that up out right now. It doesn't. Right. Make Lord, no. And did anybody yeah. ever get a good vibe from Titanic Sinclair? No. Oh no. Lord, no. Lord, no. <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, even it, Poppy's gimmick. If that's how she was in real life, you'd be like, oh, oh yeah. What are you doing? I always, so. I always described him as like kind of a narcissist. Even though I didn't know much about him, he just struck me as the very narcissistic type. And to see her even mentioning that exact word in her post, it makes way too much sense, like Mark said, for me to... He, he reminds me of those indie douches that you see in back a lot of production who thinks yeah. he's so incredibly deep. And yet you, yeah. start pu- you start pricking at holes of his deeper ideas... And he's so full of shit. Yeah. He's desperate for any kind of attention. He needs the world to revolve around him. And just reading her post, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Especially with the Mars Argo stuff. I don't know how much yeah. you guys know about that. But yeah, like, a little bit. You remember, you know, he reminds me of, he reminds me of Max Landis. Oh, uh, you know, I get about that a guy that, Yeah, talk about a yeah. guy that fell off the face of the earth, too. I yeah, mean, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're be- John, John, trust me, you're better for no, yeah okay oh, the man, name sounds a, very familiar yeah, yeah it's a rabbit hole not worth falling down it's precisely not. i yeah. get that you know i get that same vibe from that is a very good that's a very apt comparison unfortunately mm-hmm. yeah so there's a lot of awesome albums that came out um i know yes. i was a, i was a fan john was a fan crash's fan mark the band's not for you but slipknot released their latest album yeah and yeah. i loved it i know like just mark if slipknot's for you that's fine but i personally loved it i'll just briefly go i see slipknot, the appeal yeah, there you go. Yeah, Slipknot has a lot going on. They have not Vest UK coming in 2020, along yeah. with a big old European tour, and they're going to have their first Slipknot cruise, not Fest at Sea. <laughs> nice. That is really? going to be bonkers. I don't know. Yeah. I, as much as I would love to be on it, I don't know 
safe i would feel on it yeah i'd be scared right? of getting pushed overboard <laughs> <laughs> that's a that boat's gonna tip that's gonna yeah. capsize and everyone's gonna have to swim back up tip the boat back over start moshing again capsize the boat again and they haven't even got it got out of Oh, and then it all goes on one, fire. Titanic. <laughs> one yeah, really good rendition of people equals shit. That could be Titanic too. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh man, Crash, so... I've seen that movie. Oh, poor soul. I hear that movie's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so one album, like for worst of the year, going from best of the year to worst of the year, one album that didn't come out at all was A Day to Remember. And oh, delay. The world yeah. is going on with A Day to Remember. Oh, dear. That's um, never a good sign when an album not. gets delayed. I blame but Marshmallow. One week. So do I. Well, yeah, so do I, I. I, that's, yeah, that's I blame Fueled by Ramen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so do I. I got a feeling that could be part of it. It was delayed literally a week before it was supposed to be released. Yeah, yeah they, and, and it's it, never a good sign. No, and it was, and it wasn't like, and it wasn't like a big deal. Well, I wasn't a dramatic thing. They just threw up a random ass post to say, "Oh, album's delayed. We're going to work on it a bit." And then it's been crickets. Since yeah, that it was post. crickets like, after they put out the first single. Degenerates. Even. Yeah. yeah, and they had a second song come out, and it was better, but it's still. Not the mm. best. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Okay, it's, here's it, the thing. If you're satisfied with chug a chug chug heavy and that's all you need, then you'll probably like it. But it just didn't feel like it had any heart to it me. Doesn't. Yeah, I agree. No, agree. So that's so two songs that feel very different from what a day to remember was all known for for years. Yeah, and this yeah, just feels like it's going to be a crowd pleaser album. You know, they're bouncing from style to style, trying to give people what they think they want. But that's the point where it feels like you've lost touch as a band. You know, yeah. where you're not, you're trying to so hard to give the people what you think they want, but you don't really know at all. I'm getting that vibe. Um, that's another album that's supposed to come out around January too, right? They or, said first yeah. quarter, and I don't oh, yeah, first quarter. Yeah. Oh, first Q1. quarter. Okay, so, okay, so, so it'll probably could... be close. It'll probably be closer to. It'll, I it could wouldn't, be, yeah. I wouldn't March. be. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm. I'm mostly joking here. But why, how funny would it be if they did what Weezer did this year and just <laughs> throw out a bunch of album, a, a goofy covers album, and just as like a diversionary tactic? You, you know what? I, I love their cover of "Since You've Been Gone." So I wouldn't be I, totally against that. They're not bad at covers. That wouldn't be a terrible idea for them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Build a little life. Be a dog, that leads to a pretty big comment. We didn't talk about Weezer, and they—you'd yep. like to think they had a big, a big year. They put out two albums. Oh, yeah, it was a uh, forgettable year for Weezer. But hey, I agree. Weezer, like, so I, I, at the end of the year, at the end of the year, they kind of redeemed it with that new song and the announcement of Van Weezer, along yeah. with the Hello Mega Tour that they announced and the new music from Green Day, Fall Out Boy, and Weezer. We got this year. Uh, yeah, and Weezer say, was the best of those three. I think. It was. Yeah. I agree. I'll say that the um, I'll say the that the boy new... wasn't bad. No, fall. I I think f some people were dogging on the new fall boy. It's it fine. It's, it yeah, was fine. It, it, it's better than most of the, it's than the most recent Fallout Boy output I've heard over the last few years. If you know, did what you I'm guys saying. hear the Bob Dylan track? No, no. It's called Bob Dylan. Oh, my Fallout Boy. No, that was no. the other new song they put out. I thought that was huh. even better than uh, the Dear Future Self. So oh, okay, oh, I'll check it out later. Cool. But Green Day, who's going to be headlining the Hell Mega Tour release? So the title track father of all which comes out in february the album and that um mm, different i'm what? not yeah. down on it necessarily but it's, it's grown different. on me. yeah yeah same here um that's is, it, honestly it reminds me so much of foxborough hot tubs 
And Absolutely. I, I'm one Absolutely. Of the, I really like Foxborough hot tubs. So if it, it is took me a second to get that, you know, yeah. that that's kind of the vibe they were going for. I mean, if you look at the suits they're even wearing live now, they kind of yeah. got that glam, rocky, scuzzy, 70s, 60s surf rock thing going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a thing that they can do effectively pretty well. Um, you know, if it is just if it is just a um, oh, just a Foxborough hot tubs album in a Green Day suit. I could be, I could live with that. It would be yeah. weird, but yeah, I, I think it's a contract fulfiller. Honestly, this is their <laughs> last album for Warner Brothers, and they've made that pretty apparent. Thank yeah, God. Could be. Thank yeah. God. Could I agree. Be. Yeah. yeah about time. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. So. Agreed. Okay, so I'll lead into this then. Um, also, and this is going to lead to a certain debate, and I'm expecting an answer from at least one of you because I know one of you partakes for this. Taylor Swift still runs the world. She has ascended from whatever genres you want to put her in. She is in her own realm, Taylor Swift music. Lover came out, um, sold great. However, is Taylor Swift's movie career now dead after she was in arguably one of the worst movies ever made? <laughs> okay, ever, all of you guys who complained about uh, you need to calm down or me or any of that shit, you don't know true pain. You, you do not know true suffering. <laughs> I saw the cat movie. Saw it? Yeah, I saw. I saw his Instagram. His, I, I saw I, his Twitter feed of it. So, really quick, crash before you start. Mark, did you see it? God no! I saw. Why would he see it? Why would he see it? John, did you see it? Hell no! Okay, I did not see it either. I went and saw Star Wars with my family like a normal being. Yeah, crash, crash. Explain uh, to us what you saw and why this was one of the worst parts of 2019. I see. Here's the thing. I'm not super excited about the new Star Wars movie. I've had Fair it all. Spo- I've had it all spoiled for me. Is one Fair enough. Yeah. fucking Twitter fucking spoiled everything for me. So I, I don't know. I saw it, it. It's been spoiled. I'll probably watch it on streaming or something. But I don't want to okay. go to with. I don't want to go to a theater, especially with the way it sounds. Oh, it's. It okay. sounds like it's not. It sounds like it's not going to be my thing. And I have this tradition where I always see um, I always see a movie every Christmas. It's okay. you know either with any uh, any friends who are lingering around town and don't have plans, or if you know it's just a personal tradition. I, uh, this year it was just me, and I wanted to see a movie. I didn't want to see Star Wars. I you saw, saw Cats by yourself. I saw what the uh, no. I saw all of these reviews. These just gloriously written. Just These call one of us and talk to us for two hours, man. <laughs> you, knives Out is still playing. Great yeah. song. Little yeah. Women apparently is great. Yeah, I've yeah. heard that too. See, I, God damn my morbid curiosity. I just, I read those reviews and I read uh, everything that they were saying. I was like, that doesn't happen. There is no way that actually happens in this movie. It can't be. That well, what happened, Crash? I want to oh, know. Oh, it happened, and so much more. Um, <laughs> it had such a good, it had such a good cast. That's I love Ian McKellen so so much. Yeah, don't you understand, Crash? If there's famous people in it, then that means it's good, okay? Right? How could you hate it, Crash? What right. could there's, possibly there be hates? They're you famous. Know, I, I, if you told me this film was a product of someone unleashing the Necronomicon, I would believe it. <laughs> Like so, like the like the little Hellraiser puzzle box. I believe someone solved it, and then 
struck a deal with Pinhead and the Cenobites and got this into theaters. There is just no other excuse for something this scary and this horny in the middle of Christmas being <laughs> oh rated PG. I've, okay, can you explain that to me? I keep hearing people saying horny, and I'm like, what are they talking it's about? This so movie rated PG. It's, it's like... It's, it's, it's rated PG. Why are, there, why are you watching horny cats on Christmas? It's just, it's, it's just these people in these really tight, revealing-looking cat suits with, with like no genitals or actual characteristics, but all of the like curvature and stuff is there. Yeah, yeah. But cats, cats don't have those features in real life. Oh, they do in this movie. Um, like this. Oh, this. And the thing is, it's like it's so everything about the film where they could have just a normal scene where I, anything where they could have a normal scene or a normal setup, they do it, but they do it with like as if they were trying to recreate the scene as like a stripper trying to pop out of a birthday cake. Oh, do we we need some exposition? <laughs> Not without a little groin gyration. We don't. Oh, uh, cat from groin? James Corden. Uh, from oh, for, dude, there is a scene where Rebel Rebel Wilson spreads e goes full spread eagle and touches herself. Okay. <laughs> full spread eagle too. Just like not even subtle, not understated. It's like on the scene. I saw this in glorious fifty foot cinema. But at least Jesus I thought you were going to say an IMAX 3D. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I would be a changed man. You can reach out and you can reach out and pet the kitty. No! I don't know if you want to do that. Oh! I don't know if you want to do that. Oh. Oh, okay, now I'm a changed man. Yeah. Oh. So how was Jason Derulo in the movie? Amazing. <laughs> Oh, I barely. And how was Taylor? Jason Derulo at least. And one. how was Taylor? We okay. that's the whole thing. I want to know how Taylor did because like she really is oh. on top of the world still. Well, See, how was her? Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, the thing is, cats. Cats is a horrible musical. Okay, just real talk. It's a horrible a, musical. It's a horrible. It is. It's a horrible <laughs> musical just outside of this. But it's like they t every little area they could have made something worse, they did it. And like Taylor Swift. Oh, she just again. She's. She's trying to be ultra sexy, and I don't know about, I don't know if this is a thing or not. I've never found Taylor Swift particularly sexy. I'm so, with you there. Yeah, so it's like, yeah. uh, I, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's like her, her number in particular, it's like, it's like if Betty Boop were a very tragic furry. Yeah, okay, I get that makes a lot of sense, actually. That's, uh, that's actually just made. <laughs> it's so, sense. again, okay, I will summarize my thoughts on this. In, uh, here's how I can summarize this film. I, if you're a connoisseur of films that are so bad, they're good. Believe it or not, I can recommend this. But <laughs> yet, here's the thing. This is a bad movie night kind of movie. You get a bunch of friends together. You get Blitzkrieg bopped on whatever <laughs> alcohol you have. Paint whatever. Thinner. Sm Paint smoke, thinner. A, smoke a bowl. Smoke an entire punch bowl. And I don't want to take mushrooms before watching this movie. That was, that <laughs> I sounds don't like a bad you. trip waiting to happen. <laughs> and then a, <laughs> like a real cat like walks across <laughs> you while you're on the trip. Oh, that is <laughs> that would just okay. I could see, I could see that potentially being scary, but no. Okay, this is one of those bad movies that you just kind of have to see to believe. So if you are a connoisseur of that kind of thing and you have a group of friends you can get together for a really bad movie night, I can recommend it like that. The way I saw it. 
on Christmas Day by myself <laughs> in a theater crash. full of old people? This movie oh. was full of old people! You could have called me, buddy. Yeah! <laughs> crash, you just call us next time. You know, I, yeah, just, no. wait, wait, no, I, I didn't know it was video. I didn't know you it was to that to the point. <laughs> Oh my goodness! So I'm glad you you survived, Chris. I survived. I came out through the other side. I... So I'm I'm allergic to cats, and that's what the excuse I'm gonna say. So I don't watch this. See, that's good <laughs> that's, that's good enough. That is good. Good Crash, enough for I, me. I've got the, that, that film made me allergic to life. <laughs> Crash, I've got a best of the year moment that involves you when you came to visit here in North Carolina. Do you Aww. know what I'm talking about? Involving Blitzkrieg bopped. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what happened? I gotta, I gotta, I'll make the I'll make the story quick, and I won't uh, give away too many details. But Crash, we had a, we had a party when uh, uh, Crash and Johnny, aka Viral Rat, came to town to visit me and Hannah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Crash, just in the middle of this, uh, just stands up and says, "Guys, I am Blitzkrieg bopped." <laughs> <laughs> and everyone just—it was just so sudden. It was hilarious. Everyone died laughing. And it was probably one of my favorite moments of the year. <laughs> that sounds like me. I believe that. Okay. <laughs> but you went into cats sober. I w- see. Yeah, I, that, that was that was my big mistake right there. I should I should not have gone into that movie sober. See, like there's oh, a you nihilistic nice- bastard. <laughs> <laughs> see, there's a super nice movie theater here in St. Louis. Like you can actually get beer. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah yes. we have one see, of those. I cheaped out. I cheaped out and got a matinee. See, that was my thing. I was like, okay, if I'm gonna see, spend real money on it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Five bucks. What's that? I right? should have. You know, I should have though. If if I'd had like, a bottle of wine in me while watching that, that could have been film of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you if you would have drank too much, you probably would have been on all fours purring and pretending to be a cat in the movie theater at that point. Uh I won't say that's insane. ever happened before. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, well, uh, moving on. Moving, moving on. on. Moving on. So, so there was so much good. There was so much bad. I know we all talked about our favorite parts. Does everyone have anything else they want to add about what the best of the year was? Um, you could take this as worst or best, but Old Town Road was the longest running number one of all time. I like the song. I'm good. It's I'm weird. Okay I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't mind it having no. I don't mind it having the record. Well, yeah, no, I don't either. I'm kind of glad it overtook the song that was there before, and I know I will get hate from the Mariah Carey stands that'll come yeah. from my throat. But uh, no, you know, I think I think we'll be okay. I think we'll be okay. Not a song deserving of that title. It doesn't have the weight to it. Like outside of the context of the time, a collaboration between Mariah and Boys to Men. Yeah, it should have been it huge. Doesn't have and the it's weight not, yeah. nowadays, even with Mariah currently at number one on the charts. Yeah, yeah that's I'm, a no, weird but, statement to say. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm kind of glad that it finally just got it over with to close out the decade. You know, finally. Yeah. You know, it had been running for years. It had been challenging for years. All I want for Christmas is number one on Christmas. There you go. Yeah. No. And like I say, it was a it was a good song. Uh, Lil Nas X. You know, he seems nice enough. I don't know how much of a like career he has after this but yeah the EP was not so good even though it's Grammy nominated for album even though it's an EP yeah Yeah. I don't don't know how that's how like when um oh who was it Greta Van Fleet won out rock album of the year last year uh, for an EP that came out the year before that oh me off that was uh, just weird. Yeah you know I'm still happy for the kid not to say he's you know he's riding this wave out of it i rather like old 
and all 50 of its remixes. And my, yeah. uh, and my parody that I released, of course. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> okay. So one of the best things just for me, to wrap up, one of the final best things for me was actually, and this will lead to something like an announcement later, one of the cool things, we turned something from what was one of the worst, like one of the more memorable highlights for me, was the Super Bowl performance with Maroon 5 and <laughs> what that became. Um, uh, it was rip that shirt off, Adam. Get it, it off. No one wanted that. Yeah. That was a great uh, video. That was. That was fun <laughs> to was. make. <laughs> it was. I, we were surprised. We, we didn't know where it was going to go, and it started off okay, but boy, did it derail. Oh, yeah. Ooh, well, they, they, to be fair, Maroon 5 helped us. <laughs> yes, plenty to work with. Yeah, yes. yeah. Go on, Man. Adam. You pretend to play that guitar. Buddy. Oh my gosh, he ah. got memed to death. He got memed so bad. Just the our crappy... video was better than that Super Bowl game. Must be real. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, thought... real talk. Yeah, that was a. That was the three oh. to nothing at halftime, and that final. What nine to three or something? So, yeah, it's something a boring like Super Bowl. Boring. boring, boring game. We're yeah. the entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> right. And leading to that, just so that way everyone's aware, we'll make the announcements now. We are going to do halftime riffage of the Super Bowl performance this upcoming year, whoever that gate teams might be. And this year, it's not going to be rock, but it doesn't matter because it's going to be Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. Yay. Yay. Um, Shakira. I'm kind of this. <laughs> yeah, you know, I am too. You know, I'm like, looking I... forward to seeing what they do because this could be a spectacle in one way or another. Yeah, Shakira's and when we're in a great live. Yeah, no, that's J -Lo, I though. Say Shakira um, can bring it. Shakira totally can bring it. I don't know about J Lo. I saw her Vanguard thing that she got, I think, at MTV. And that was that two was, years ago. Yeah, that was not so good. Really? Uh, well, okay. okay, here's the thing. If they have J Lo, that means Ja Rule coming out. <laughs> oh, okay. That means Pitbull's probably coming out too. Pitbull, uh, I can see. Oh. I can see Pitbull. Yeah. Wait, Ja Rule, as in the co-founder of Firefest? <laughs> Is this his first public appearance since Is then? It? <laughs> if that man has any courage, he will pop out. He will come out on stage draped in a FEMA tent. <laughs> or he has a teaser that says Firefest 2, like he's going to try it again. You know that's a possibility. It yeah. is. You know he wants to redeem himself. It's like, no, this is how I want to do it. Firefest, the real one. Yeah. I don't think we'll get anything as weird as what happened with the whole SpongeBob thing from last year, though. And that was not, it turned out to be nothing. Yeah, that, yeah, that was nothing. nothing. That, was, that was such a letdown. That yeah. was a letdown, yeah. All we got yeah. was moves like Tigger. Adam Levine jumping up and down for four minutes straight. See, that's uh, what happens when a 60-year-old marketing team looks at Twitter and sees yeah. people want the SpongeBob thing to happen at the Super Bowl, and they're like, well, we'll tie it in in this way. Yeah. And nobody liked yeah. it. Yeah, and again, that was still at the time when the NFL was still deep in all the controversy and the political side of things. A yeah, lot of that has died down anymore. now. A lot yeah. of this has died down, so it'll be interesting yeah. to see what they do this year. I expect roughly 200 background dancers and lots of fire and yeah i don't know once once again the most important advice here is that never ever listen to twitter well yeah. agreed agreed yeah that's why i left it <laughs> yeah use yeah. twitter to like post your own content and let other people find it and then get off yep yeah, I, I could not i could not agree more and for anyone listening that's just I, it, my advice is to just take if you if you haven't gone a week without it in a while, or at least not without like checking your notifications or whatever, even post if you want to. But if you haven't taken a week off in a long time, just do it, and you'll get a refreshed view or perspective on things. Yeah, and I also won't argue it's, that. 
Yeah, and you can go a week without Twitter, no matter how much you're tied to social media. It's very simple to do. Now, right. Instagram, that's a different story. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think Instagram is actually, some people think that it's like a, 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 a less healthy environment. I think it's actually kind of a healthier environment because I you agree. Have, I think Instagram's a lot control. more, yeah, Instagram's a lot more easy to navigate and you can avoid a lot less toxicity. Yeah, exactly. It's not just threads of things where, you know, Whereas if you post something, say, to Twitter versus if you post something to Instagram, you generally don't get the same sort of responses. Yeah. You don't and get a lot do, of, yeah, you block yeah. them easily, but you don't get a lot of angry anti-Nazi alt-right retweets no, responding no. to you like you're just trying to talk about anything. You don't and on Instagram, Instagram, if it's on your post, you can delete it. That's right? the great thing. You can't delete somebody's reply on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, See, the thing is, though, you guys are forgetting the obvious winner social media war tiktok oh, myspace tiktok oh uh. <laughs> myspace my no my my you know myspace did win because yeah. Yeah, myspace was able to die before it turned into a villain that's right that's yep. what everyone's goal is people and, finally uh, remember myspace yeah um, crash are you are you on tiktok i have an account i haven't done anything with it really yet <laughs> I, I got a bold hot take here, but fuck TikTok. That is my take. That, that's my take on all things TikTok. I don't have an account. I I will know, never. I just don't think I could fit in with all the already established stars of TikTok. So it's not my thing. Like a lot of it's lip syncing, and I actually sing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's lip syncing, bad acting. There's just. I mean, I enjoy yeah. watching some of the roast videos on YouTube, but that's about it. See, I watch I Cody Co stuff on it. Nice. Exactly. That's what I'm referring to, Mark. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. See, I, I signed up for it because I missed Vine back when that was a big thing. And I kind of um, regret that. There was stuff on back in the yeah. day. but Yeah, I agree. You know, I think Vine kind of opened the floodgates in a way, though, because by the time yeah. Vine died, it was a just a cesspool of like yeah. unoriginal stolen jokes and memes. Yeah, <laughs> true. It started off great, though. Yes. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, there's still like best of Vine compilations all over YouTube that are gold. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they they are, a lot of great people came from Vine, like Drew yeah. Gooden, Danny Gonzalez. A lot of people that I still watch to this day came; they got their start there at least. Yeah, mm -hmm. and there were established comedians who like already had their run that like were continuing to do stuff on Vine and making good money, like Will Sasso, who was on uh, that TV for yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, Vine. Vine was so yeah. funny. Yeah, like so there were a lot like Vine helped a lot of people in a lot of ways too before it finally mm. bit the dust. Absolutely. So yeah. So anything else for best of the best of 2019? Uh the know. outer worlds ruled. Did anyone here play that I game? I got that I got that for Christmas and I'm jumping into it now. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Oh, you'll I got Death Stranding for Christmas. Okay. I have let, not let played me, it yet, let, though. Let me know what you think of that. Because I've yeah, heard sure. I've heard all kinds of things about that game. It's weird. Oh, Gretchen, yeah. and I, Gretchen and I got Nintendo Switches. So hey, congrats, that's awesome. congrats. You I know we got great. We got yeah. Mario Party and Mario Kart and Pokemon, nice. the new Pokemon. So we're gonna try yeah. striking into that. You should add me on there, Luke. I've got Crash as a friend on there. Yeah. Okay, I'll get your guys' names and like later on. I I won't ask now because I don't yeah. want to. Uh, yeah, don't make that public. Uh, <laughs> yeah, here's my friend code. <laughs> hey, guys, click on the description below to add everyone's switch code. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm about to get a lot of angry messages. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so on top of that, does anyone have anything they want to add for worst of the year before we start wrapping it up? Kid Rocks ran on Oprah. Oh, <laughs> and Taylor and Taylor. Yeah, and Taylor. Kid Rock. Can we just say Kid Rock? 
yeah. that's fair. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. Kid Rock. His Because uh, he's supposedly going to be doing something in 2020. Uh, who isn't? <laughs> With what? Uh, I don't know. Like, oh, like it's suppo- It might be new music. It might be um, political based again. I don't know. Uh, but Running yeah, for mayor I, again? I thought he ran for like Congress or something. Maybe like he did. That. I yeah. don't know. It bombed out bad. I know that. Mm. The one thing yeah. that I'm a little bit worried about for 2020 is that it's going to be real political in the States. Yes. And that just, oh, uh, dude. It's going to be hostile oh, it's, as it's hell. Political. It's, it's political now. It's going to get worse starting January 1st. I know. It's going to be a small nightmare. Yeah, I mean, regardless of what happens, except over like November, like a couple months ago in Canada, it's nice up here. Like we don't have to worry about another election for three years. Oh no, this You're is lucky. Twenty twenty, this is going to be savage and ugly for eleven months. It's been hostile, I think, down here for like the past three years. Honestly, yeah. it's, yeah. it's felt a lot more I mean, tense. Unfortunately, uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's only going to get worse. This is where it's all going to come to a head. Unfortunately, regardless so. of who who wins the election, it's going to be. I feel like riot inducing either way for either side. Yeah, you know? please stay safe, guys. Oh, yeah. we will. We'll, we'll try our damnedest. Uh, oh, do I don't have... leave the house, so don't worry. No, <laughs> hey, Mark, do you have enough room to put some of us up for like a week or two if like it becomes the purge? I, I mean, let's yes. say we do. We do have a friend in Canada. I will. We'll get air mat- Like we'll get our own air mattresses. We'll get all that. Stuff. Like yeah. I can pull out an air mattress. Like, okay. I call Voltorb as a pillow. No, you don't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there you go. So, okay. So, like, that's going to be our escape plan. We'll all round up and meet in Toronto and just hope that it blows over and our homes are still intact after that week. And yes. if you guys need medical care, we have free medical care up here. Ah, yeah. That's don't a thing. Me. Don't remind that... me of how much I pay every month for mine. Uh, yeah. Same here. Uh, yeah. Whew. I'll not be political. I was going to make political jokes. I won't. I'll say <laughs> that sounds lovely. But I'm jealous. Yeah. So, um, um, anything else for worst of 2019 that we can think of? I can't think of anything off the top of my head. We talked about AJR, Puddle of Mud, um, Zach Brown Band. Yeah, I think I'm about worsted out. Yeah, <laughs> I, am too. I, I mean, you guys made me talk about cats, so <laughs> I, I am beyond worsted here. Mm, yeah, I am after- a brought worst of worst. <laughs> oh gosh. The cat that movie did something to your brain. If that was your one line, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> All the sausage. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, with that, we got the announcement about um, our halftime riffage for the Super Bowl this year. Just wanted to point out, also, since you stayed to the end, if you're listening, we are going to have Rock Coliseum in March. No uh, exact date yet, but planning on March. So look forward to that. I want to thank all of you for listening. I want to thank these three gentlemen for joining me to talk about the best and worst of the year. It went by really quick. We spent a lot of time covering a lot of ground. It's going to take me a while to like, do the synopsis to co- like go over everything we talked about, but it'll be worth it. Um, I'll just go down the horn just because I know you guys have projects you just posted and upcoming stuff. So just so that we guys, so everyone can hearing and listening can check out stuff. John, what do you have coming up soon? Um, well, I'm actually about to go on a bit of a break, but I do have plenty of stuff planned for 2020. I've already kind of mapped out my year tentatively. I know a lot of us are kind of tackling some new stuff in the new year and kind of uh, uh, not necessarily totally changing our content, but I know we all have different plans for the year. But uh, I, I just put out all of my year in list for 2019. So check those out if you'd like to see the best and the worst of the year, in my opinion. And uh I, I, throwback week is probably going on right now when you're listening to this podcast. So uh, check that out over on the main channel. 
And then, uh, yeah, I've got some kind of deep dive type videos that uh, I'm going to be working on for the year. I've got a lot of exciting subjects coming and uh, maybe even a couple of video essays, too. Awesome. Okay, Mark, what do you have coming and what have you just released? Um, for me, I'm right in the middle of year-end list season, so there's a lot on my docket right now. Um, recently, the best and worst hits lists have been released, and I've currently also released my uh, my first half of my top 50 songs of the year, so best albums of the year is coming. The one big thing is that I have rebooted my channel with regards to how I'm structuring album reviews and transferring things into more of a weekly series where I have a little bit more of a summary approach to albums, a little bit more short form, bite size, a little bit more easily digestible. Hopefully it's going to give me a little bit more time to explore some long form projects I've been working on. And in those long form projects, which I will also be partially sponsoring through Patreon, which I've also done a pretty consistent, pretty sizable reboot to how that's going to be working but i also have some decade lists coming for the 2010s specifically the best and worst hits of the decade and the best albums of the decade i'm still trying to nail down how many how many i want to include in each category but those are the first big projects before video essays will start rolling out in earnest i got lots to talk about awesome very good exciting stuff and crash what do you have upcoming or have you just um, I have, a, it's been a very busy month for me here. As, as we mentioned kind of offhand here at the uh, top of the show, uh, yes, uh, I've gone through a big uh, rebrand myself here. Um, as of uh, January 1st, I am no longer the rock critic. I am just a good old Crash Thompson. Um, yeah, say I've gone through a big channel rebrand, um, and I'm changing up the way I'm doing some things here too. Um, uh, by the time this podcast drops, uh, my worst list uh, will probably be out, and uh, I'll be doing the best of 2019 here. Um, in the in probably th that'll probably be out by the end of the week. I want to get that done before the new poppy drops, so I can get on top of that. Uh, but that'll be done. That that video will be coming out in the my new. Uh, uh, my new review format, which is uh, more, I'll be talking to the camera. I won't be doing so much edited stuff and so much effects and goofy stuff and uh, whatnot. But yeah, um, uh, uh, my worst list is probably out as this uh, as this speaks. My worst list is coming up soon. I'll be tackling a lot of uh, January albums. Say, I want to, I want to tackle Poppy. I want to tackle. Some of the other stuff. I'm also uh, reviewing uh, non-rock related stuff here and there. Here and there. So I mean, I made a joke about uh, talking about the new Megan Trainer, but uh, I may actually have to talk about this one. <laughs> Pray for Mojo if that's the case. If I you can't went, find something else, you went from cats to Megan Trainer. Good job. I'm worried Crash. about you, Crash. <laughs> I I'm worried about me too. Don't worry. <laughs> so, and as for me, I just posted uh, this past couple weeks my best and worst albums of the year. I also have upcoming. I'll be talking breaking down the top 50 mainstream rock songs of 2019 from Billboard. There are some gems and there's a lot of trash and that's going to lead to a special video I do at the end of January that I'll allude to more as it goes on. In the meantime, also, I will have album reviews on Poppy and Apocalyptica. If Ozzy does release his new album, I'll do that too. But keep an eye out for that Billboard video coming soon and coming hopefully New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, depending on which how soon I get it out. My favorite viewer comments of 2019 and... Boy, oh boy. Um, some of you are hilarious yeah. and some of you are grounded. 
<laughs> oh, some of you. Oh man, it, it it got weird this year, guys. It just got weird. It so, really did. <laughs> it, it got yeah. weird. So I'm glad this year is over. To be honest, I, you yeah. know, I am too. I am too. Like it was. I still stand by. This was a much better year for music, but like a lot happened. Yeah. Yeah. music oh good outside of that not so much. yeah i mean Agreed. we all got we all got bit by that youtube shenanigans and i'm oh, that's, oh yeah and that's now a that that's, whole other podcast yeah, yeah i know yeah so I, I think we're all ready for 2020 i think that's a good way to say it we're embracing the new year and i think Absolutely. we're all ready for, for either sure. change being refreshed going forward we're all ready for it yeah i'm excited for Okay, so, okay, when I do this with Gretchen, she usually ends with words of wisdom. Does anyone have any words of wisdom that we could end with this? Don't hurt Don't. yourself on New Year's Eve. Do yes, not good. drive. Also great. Uh, Don't see cats unless you're very, very drunk. <laughs> or you hate yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even if you hate yourself, don't see cats. That's true. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So <laughs> and also don't see it in 3D. Or oh, I'm God, no. Oh. Oh Lord, no! <laughs> the, the kitty's coming at me. Oh no! Oh no! What is it doing? It's it's licking itself. Cat. I hate cats. Do that. They lick themselves. Do any cats in the movie lick themselves? Crying? Oh, they do it in the movie too. So mm. what? Oh! Oh! So if you've I ever wanted to kidding. see Taylor Swift in cat form licking herself, I'm sure that's a fetish for someone. I'm pretty. Oh man, can you oh. imagine the creepy deviant art that's going to be made about that? Oh, I'm sure Not, it's already out there if you look at this, this, this is creepy. Like this is creepy deviant art. The movie. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Happy 2019, everyone. 